Cause I'm gonna make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. We've got a great show. Hopefully you can stick around for all of it. We've got a lot of real estate questions and some unusual ones as at that. In the studio, some great folks. First of all, in for Randy Rocky today, Brian Likens over at Swan Financial. They do a great job, including Brian. Hey, thanks, Bob. Good to have you. 773-4834 is your number. Also, my dear friend, Lee Harris, who's legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. You can reach her and do closings anytime over there at 649-7964. Good to see you, Lee. Good morning, Bob. Thanks and, for having me. And we and we love your cookies over there for closings. Yes, they absolutely. They really have some great cookies. My son, Greg, I'm very proud of on everything he does, marketing and video pictures, 3D, everything is phenomenal. We thank you, Greg, for being here. You use Instagram most of the time, don't you? Yeah, Instagram, at We Sell Louisville. We're, uh, you can find us across all platforms there, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Type in at We Sell Louisville or just We Sell Louisville. Yeah, in fact, we're working on uh, consolidating platforms on yeah. a couple of things, so yeah, that's yeah. kind of good, too. And then you can reach me, 376-5483. Bob Sekoler, I own the Sekoler Medley team over at Remax Properties Eastware. Thrilled to help you. Coming up a little later in the show, nine quick fixes for a faster home sale. We'll tell you about that a little later on. First, let us go to the phones and let's welcome Judy. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello, Judy. Hi, Bob. This is Judy. Yeah. I've got a question for you. Uh-huh. If you have a real estate agent and she lowers the price on me without a written contract, is that fair? Uh, the agent never did get my permission, and I want to ask you if that's correct. Yeah, we, we can, both Greg and I can answer that, I'm sure, Brian, but let's go to Lee, who's okay. our attorney on board, and yeah. the answer is? The answer is no. Uh-huh. That is not either fair or legal. So, yeah, if you have a listing contract, um, the law requires you to sign off on any changes to that price or to even telling someone that you would take less than mm-hmm. the original listing price. So, yeah, no, your agent cannot just unilaterally change the price on you. So let's let's just play devil's advocate. Let's just say this happened, and now what can Judy do to get back at the agent? What, what ramifications does Judy have? She certainly has the right to, I mean, she can make a complaint with the uh, Real Estate Commission. Uh, she can make a complaint with the uh, board, which is the Greater Louisville Association of Realtors. Um, you know, obviously she could make the price go back up, which, you know, sometimes it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a red flag. Oh, the price already went down and that's going back up. Hmm, so it's not why is helpful. that? Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you certainly have remedies. You don't have to just uh, stand by and, and accept that. Yeah, and and just I think Judy, this is might be an unusual circumstance because I know that most agents in our area they will not do any of that stuff until we have it in writing because it's that's legal. That's just what we have to deal with. Uh, that's pretty well known. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you are looking for reviews to see uh, who's a good agent, maybe think about listing because we're selling our homes as fast as we list them. So we we really have an inventory problem. We we need more homes. Go to LouisvilleZillow.com. That's LouisvilleZillow.com to read our reviews. And then also you can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Again, LouisvilleSellersTalk, that's video of some of the interviews with our uh, our clients. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Mike. A uh, question we have yeah. as far as closing on our home and then being able to purchase a new home. Mm-hmm. Uh, question is, would there be some gaps in between as far as us needing to find additional living
in space or how does that process work? This is a, a, a real big problem. And years ago, before the, the big debacle, Brian, we had the bridge loans, mm-hmm. yes. which basically allowed someone to borrow from their old home mm-hmm. to buy the new home. There's no contingency involved. Not so much these days, right? Correct. Yeah. They've got some new different products, though, that kind of fill in the gaps for that, though. Hmm. Uh, one of them being is um, you can – a lot of lenders, are, or one of our lenders especially, will allow you to put down a minimum down payment. Of course, you would have to make sure you're able to carry both mortgages, what's called debt ratio. Um, you could put down a minimum down payment, and when you – and for example, if you happen to sell the property at a later date, they'll allow you to make a one-lump-sum down payment, and they will recast your mortgage for you. Hmm. So it's kind of like resetting your mortgage payment, removing the PMI, as if you put down 20%, 30% from day one. This almost sounds like it's too good to be true. It's very easy. Only It's super easy. I've had probably 20 clients do it. Do all mortgage lenders do this? Is no. It's just a swan problem? No. It's, it's, it's um, just a special group. You just might ask you know, if you're talking to a current lender if they have that option or not. Hmm. All right. You know, though, and speaking of lenders, and this is not directed towards swan, but it is directed towards a lot of lenders out there. And I'll give you an example of one that we're not so happy with right now is this new Zillow Lending. Have you heard of them? Oh, yes, yes. They're an example of why I am on the bandwagon. I I had this conversation with a loan officer a couple of weeks ago um, with another group, not Zillow, but with another group. What they do is it's either them or their underwriters or somebody in the system waits too long to get verification of information from that buyer. And then in in this case, the fourth week of the uh, loan uh, and heading towards closing, uh, things fall apart because they find something that's been hidden in the background of a buyer. Or maybe the buyer divulged it, but the loan officer or underwriter never looked at it seriously enough. I've, there's some terms I'm using, but I'm, I'm going to go with a family-friendly term uh, be, because I'm actually married to a loan officer as well. And I'm going to say that the mortgage industry in whole needs a shakeup. And I understand that the government... Uh, is responsible for implementing some more for some stricter guidelines. I think we can all agree on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're you're faced with some real problems of what you're able to do and what you can't do, but at the same time, there are lenders out there who let the ball drop, and then who ends up uh, picking up the pieces? It's the sellers, the buyers, the real estate agents on both sides that are concerned, all because of an industry that needs to be revised. Well, and a lot of that goes, Bob, with with the pre-qualification process. You know, Uh you you, you want to make sure that, you know, your agents, your agents probably have a group of lenders that they trust. Um, Highly would go with with, with maybe getting a few uh, quotes from them. But the pre-approval process uh, is very important for you to be open and honest with your loan officer. It is the time. They're not the IRS. They're they're not going to purposely try to deny your loan. They want your loan to close. They want to work with you to close. So, don't hold back secrets. You yeah. know, don't hold back child support. Don't hold back an IRS payment. Don't hold back the fact that maybe a majority of your income is commissions, but you get a W-2. Yeah. You know, you have to be honest and, and very open, you know, and, and I know it's hard because you don't know what to tell your loan officer what's relevant or not, but you just, just talk about your income. Talk about any debts that might not be disclosed. It's very critical because it could hurt your loan. What about the excuse that the borrower may have forgotten that they had a, a- a bankruptcy years ago or that they defaulted on a loan payment for a car many, many years ago. Those things are pretty much up front. I mean, it's pretty clear on the credit report. So just know if you don't know about it, 
you need to know about it. So that's yeah. why you pull your credit report. But you right. can as an individual to, to check to see what your credit yeah, rating is. Yeah, we see is. most of that information on the credit yeah. report. But yeah. child support, IRS liens, things like that, um, any type of garnishment that you may have, you need to make sure that they're aware up front. I had an idea. Uh, in fact, this comes from a couple of people. And Lee, let me ask you if you think this is legal. Brian, let me know if you think you'd be willing to do it. Greg, think what you think, uh, how this would affect the industry. And that would be, as a listing agent, if uh, let's just say Greg brings me a contract on one of our homes from a buyer that he's, he's working with, and that buyer has their own bank. Let's just call it uh, uh, Nutso Bank, uh, just for pulling, <laughs> pulling a name out of the air. So the Greg's client's working with Nutso Bank, and the name alone gets me a little worried. But just let's say we have a new policy in place, and all agents, let's just say, mm-hmm. all agents throughout the country, not only Louisville and southern Indiana, have a policy. Okay, great. We'll take the pre-approval letter from Nutso Bank, but at the same time, we're going to bring it to say Swan, and that, have you guys do a mm-hmm. double check and see where that is. That we've actually I've come across that quite a bit. I, you know, for example, we do loans in eight states, yeah. so uh, I've seen that on purchase contracts written. Um, typically, there's a little bit of an enticement there. If you get pre-approved with such and such, you'll get a five hundred dollar credit. Uh, something along those lines. I have a group of agents that I use in Georgetown that actually, you know, I'll offer one free percent if they bring me a customer oh, that really? I normally yeah. wouldn't get. Yeah, one free percent towards their closing cost. And those are actually written on the contract itself. So so that you'd be willing to do that because that means mm-hmm. scrubbing and a lot more work. Lee, is it legal yeah. for uh, the uh, us as real estate agents to require that or allow that to happen on um, a listing? And then as the contract comes in, do we then counter back with that requirement? Yes, it would only be legal if the two consenting adults, the buyer and seller, agreed to that as part of their contract. And, mm-hmm. and it's not in the standard form. So, yes, you would have to have that in your other provisions of your contract stating this is what we require in order for you to proceed with this contract. It, and I don't yeah. see why they wouldn't. But at any point in time, couldn't they just say, hey, you know, I mean, obviously you have to treat everybody the same. But couldn't you just say, hey, we want to make sure this is a X amount price point home. We're going to require you if you want to make an offer to do a cross call without putting anything in any type of listing verbiage or anything. When they make the offer, you can say, okay, that's great. We don't know this lending uh, institution, and so we're going to have you, if you want to, for us to look at your offer, we're requiring you to go to ABC Loans or Swan opinion. Financial and do a cross-qualification so they can say you're good. And you can still use your people, but we want to make sure that our people that we trust say, hey, right. this person's a green right. light. Let them go. Sounds, sounds like a winning idea. Uh, I think Bank of America used to do that on foreclosures. If you remember a number of years back to 2012 where – and before, if they if a buyer was going to buy one of their banks, uh, one of their foreclosures, and they already had a bank, Bank of America had um, had verbiage in the listing that said uh, that the buyer would have to also make application with Bank of America, and then they would get the shot at getting the loan to um, the buyer yeah. as well as being able to sell their property. It's, so, and it's an unfortunate yeah. situation because every every lender might have a loan officer that makes mistakes. I mean, it's just it's mm-hmm. not like every lender's perfect. But, uh, um, you know, you want to make sure that you, you don't get pre-qualified with an app. Yeah. If that no makes kidding. sense. Like that, a, yes, you mean you're, a, and a spaceship. Do, uh, yeah, app. spaceship uh, going into <laughs> space as a rocket might think. Uh, of doing. Yeah. No, and, and you're absolutely right. Well, let's just put this to bed here. I, all my point is is that there are problems. Yeah. And not necessarily because of the mortgage industry. It might be the government that has restricted the mortgage industry. But something has to be done because the people who are suffering are on either side of a closing table, on the buying side and the selling side. And if we as agents and you as loan officers and you as closing attorneys, are, are, our job 
is to make this work for these our folks, to the dream to come true. And if we can't do that because of intervention or rules that are just inadequate and antiquated, somewhere something has to be done and it's up to somebody. And I'm willing to take that on my shoulders and start with this radio show and say, listen, let us get something done now so we stop the insanity. But how do you ever prove, how do you ever prove from a buyer standpoint, because it's usually where it's falling apart is where they're not disclosing some sort of information. Is there, is there a disclosure form that all the lenders can get together? The government creates whoever actually, um, you know, with, like I mentioned, doing loans in eight states, I've had quite a few agents ask for a copy of the DU approval. Okay. What's that? Uh, DU That's approval stands for direct, direct desktop yeah. underwriting. Right. And it's actually a software. A good loan officer is going to actually run your entire mortgage application as sure. if you had an address today. Right. It's going to release an underwriting approval. And what that is is step-by-step guidelines that an underwriter is supposed to follow. Sure. So that right there. But a lot of people don't qualify for DU, right? I mean, they no. have to go through manual, oh. in which case... There are problems that are involved, right? Ma- manual underwrites are are, are are kind of rare, or maybe to be honest. Your, maybe it's one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not line, something. I, see, I don't see a lot it, of. Okay. Now, now, that, now, that brings up a great point. Yeah. A, a manual underwrite. If you hear that word as an agent or if you know about it, then, then you can take it a step further because now the lenders these days are doing what's called a TBD underwrite. Oh, TBD. Yep, to be determined. Mm-hmm. So they oh. will allow your file to actually go without a contract into the underwriting process. You can get those difficult loans pre-underwritten out of the way, and then it's almost like 15-day closes on a loan that's extremely difficult. Now, Brian, that is, in fact, a great alternative because it allows the processor and the underwriters to start looking into the file prior to a contract being written. Exactly. So, So... so what it sounds like is we don't need to wait for the government to do this. We can we can we as agents we yeah. can self impose it. We as a list you as a listing agent yeah. can sit there and say if you want to make an offer, right. here's what it, we require. It has to have a T. What is it? TBD. TBD. TBD to cross be qualification. Any one yeah. of these yeah. types where we are yeah. verifying right. on our own good that the buyer is and then, ready. And, and, and I love this idea able. because what it does is it means the buyer starts their process. Several weeks before Correctly. they even go out looking and it for it. forces them to learn. Now the yeah. buyer now has to learn the process instead of being yeah. in the middle of a contract yep. with 10 days to close. I, and they're just learning I about the it. stuff that they have no I idea it. about. I think it saves a lot of sellers uh, teary eyes because there are problems that people are oh, just yeah. involved. Okay. All right. We, TBD. TBD. Captain TBD. TBD. Determined. All right. Let's keep going. Good morning. Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Gary. Yeah. How do you think we should price our house for this market? A previous realtor told us to put it on the market at six ninety nine, and uh, his reason was that it will attract. Uh, you you don't want to go into the next level of uh, pricing, so it'll keep it under the seven hundred mark, which will keep it uh, more competitive. You'll have people looking up to seven hundred that it'll show in that under seven hundred price range. Mm. So, Gary and Ali, I'm going to ask you, if you hear me saying something that's really bad, stop me. Okay. Well. All right? Okay. Stop. No, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's start with the, fa- the the fallacy that it will get people looking up to seven. Well, what about the people looking from 700 and above? They're not going to see you. So, here's what I'm going to say. And again, Lee, yell it. Stop. I will. So we have a lot of great agents in our city. Some are old school, some are new school, some are in between. The agents who are old school don't understand Internet marketing. And so what happens is, what they don't understand is, 
that when you're priced at six ninety nine, let's just say six ninety nine, right? People who are searching, let's say, and people search in increments of five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five, and fifty thousand dollars. Let's say they're searching six fifty to seven hundred thousand online. They'll see your house. But what about the people who are searching from seven hundred to seven fifty? They're not going to see your house because search engines are not smart enough to go back an extra dollar or a hundred or a thousand dollars. So for the sake of staying under the 700000 we call it Kmart pricing, by the way. Remember, we talked about this, I think, almost two or three weeks ago. Is Maybe, the, we, yeah. the charm pricing. It's the, psych- charm, yeah, the, the, right. the psychology yeah. of why right. you put the nines yeah. in to grab somebody's attention. It's, ju- it's, it's not the same with internet marketing, as no. Bob was saying. It's, it's for when you're in a retail store and you're shopping down the aisles. And you it's see, not $20. You see that nine yeah. instead of yeah. those whole numbers, and yeah. it's going to grab your attention so, to go to that sale. So here's the bottom line in this. This is why this is so ridiculous that an agent would even suggest six ninety nine as opposed to 700000 So at six ninety nine, and someone searching from six fifty to 700000 you are at the top of their price range. Which means you may get a look, you may be overpriced for what they're looking for, but at least you'll get a look. If you just move up to seven hundred thousand, you're still getting that six fifty to seven hundred thousand looker, but you're also getting the buyer who's looking from seven hundred to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And guess what? You're now the lowest price home of the homes they're going to see in that price category. So you get the benefits of both worlds. So why would you shoot yourself in the foot and price your home at six ninety nine or six hundred ninety nine nine nine? Anyway, I hope that helps you, Gary. Let's move on. If you're looking for ways to sell your home, listen, we have a free no-obligation booklet. It's 150-plus tips, and there's a lot of other stuff we send out there with it as well. No obligation, no cost. Send me an email, bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio, 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Clarence. Yeah. I've got a problem with the mortgage company I chose when I started buying my home. Originally, they told me I was qualified to purchase the home, and now after I've given them some documents, they're telling me I'm no longer qualified. I'm already out of the money for the inspection, so what can I do? Mm. So this sounds a lot like what we were just talking about. Maybe this mm-hmm. is what spurred on your call, Clarence. So what can he do at this point, Brian? Clarence, there, there, there are a lot of companies, unfortunately, out there that, that can run into obstacles, but there's also a lot of lenders that can get around them. Um, if you were working with a, uh, I would immediately look up a mortgage broker. If you weren't working with a direct lender or a direct bank, call your local mortgage broker, let him know what the problem is because they usually have anywhere in their wheelhouse from about 20 to 25 different lenders for about 25 crazy different reasons. So they have a uh, whole plethora of, uh, of different lenders that they can use and they got those lenders for a reason. So I would definitely run into that, you know, definitely immediately check another opinion and then, then you know, find out what you can do from there. But unfortunately, uh, it's it, it's something that it's your goes, only option. Here we go back again with the lenders again, the problems. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, some ways you may hap- hopefully quickly sell your home a little faster than you will if you didn't listen to this, nine quick fixes for a fast home sale. In the studio, we've got Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. You can reach her on her cell directly, 649-7964. Also, Brian Likens in for Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. You can reach Brian at 773-4834. My son, Greg, who does a great job of marketing and Instagram and you all sorts of good stuff at We Sell Louisville across all, across all uh, platforms. All right. And you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. Back in a moment. On News Radio 840 WHAS. This is
is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Bob Sikola here along with you for in the look about 10, 15 or so minutes. In the studio, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. You can reach Lee, 649-7964. Also, Brian Likens in for Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial, 773-4834. My son, Greg, you can reach him on Instagram at We Sell Louisville. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. We have the new instant offer program that we are now offering to all sellers. Basically, we come out within 24 hours, we write a, uh, an offer, there's no extra charges, and hey, you don't have to worry about putting it on the market and selling because you're just getting a check in hand, basically. Uh, but most of our sellers want to go with the normal way because they make the most money, and we sell them pretty quickly. <laughs> we really do. Anyway, you can reach me if you want more info, 376-5483. All right, now... Nine quick fixes for a faster home sale. So let's say, let's just say, Lee, you're thinking about putting you know, the mansion on the on the market, right? Okay. So you think, what can I do to fix it up? Do some quick things. Okay. So one, number one might be lay some laminate flooring. Now, I would not say for lower-level priced homes, and I'm talking 150000 or below, you're fine with laminate above. Uh, you might want to consider going with more uh, wood floors or carpeting, a higher-end part. But that luxury vinyl now... There's looks good. I, I know. mean, I know you put some in your I basement, my basement right? yeah. and I had some yeah. in my old house. It looked amazing. Yeah, it's not the old laminate. Anymore. No, it's waterproof. I know some people, some high end homes, five, yeah. six hundred thousand dollar homes that yeah. are putting it in there. It looks like they they hand scrape it. All yeah, that and like that. That's, there's a plus to it. Uh, the, immediately spread some fresh mulch around any of the beds. Get rid of the weeds. Uh, trim so that you have an actual line delineating 
delimiting between, right? Maybe I'm close. Uh, <laughs> but it's early, so between the grass and the um, and the uh, where the mulch is. So those two things right in there, you go. Edging. I do that. Yep. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. People come by and they're like, your, your yard looks so great. What do you do? I'm like, I, I, I just edge. The edges. Okay. Simple. Refresh your kitchen cabinets. That really helps to sell homes. You know, the two main things that sell homes is an updated uh, kitchen and an updated master bath. So one thing you can do is you could do a simple renovation where you pull the cabinets out. Costly. Very costly. You may not get your money back. Probably won't. You'll get 85% maybe of what you put into the cabinets. But the other thing you could do is give them a fresh look. Remove the hardware. Change it out for something more modern, color, style-wise. And if you need to, have a professional or do it yourself. If you're good at painting, paint the uh, the cabinet exteriors so it looks modern. And just look online. You'll see a lot of different examples. Deep clean your bathroom. One of the biggest turnoffs for buyers when they walk into a bathroom is they see mud, Mold, mildew. All over the floors. Hopefully not mud. (laughs) But mold and mildew is a general thing that we see. (laughs) So try baking soda and vinegar and a toothbrush. And if that won't remove the grime, you can always go with commercial grout cleaner. I went into a a listing. uh, They were were, maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And this guy was on the floor with what are those Drummels? You know, the yeah, little Dremel thing? Dremel I, thing? I love yeah. it for my dog's nails, but they're multi-purpose. Yeah, but he was using that to try to clean the grout Ooh. in his kitchen floor. He was uni- But it was it removing the grout? Because uh, that thing is powerful. Thinking, yeah, and I'm going, you're going about this the wrong way. This Listen, some, some people are very detail-oriented. If he's going to do it and it's his own labor-intensive love and he knows that he's going to do it and save some money, go for it. Yeah, good luck on that. All right, so clean out the closet. That is something that buyers look into because they want to see if it's stuff they know you don't have enough closet space because you're, st- you're cramming all the stuff into the closet. Clean out your garage. And that means including getting rid of the cobwebs, oh, yeah. right? I mean, if you we went into your garage, Lee, because you're shaking your head, you have cobwebs in there and yes. all that? Yes, yes. See? And then do you have a leaf blower at all? Yes. Okay, so I would be blowing off the leaves, even if you're not selling. Mm-hmm. It, there is such a great feeling of walking into a garage or you drive your car in and not having to worry about ducking out of the way of a cobweb or stepping into a pile of leaves. It happens, I mean, but it's something to think about. Whenever the pets escape, they come back in with cobwebs all over them. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and here's something else that would work. In fact, um, I've got uh, two of these. I've got an electric and I've got a gas. Rent, if you need to, a pressure washer. And I, you would think, okay, I'm not really going to see uses for it, but everything from cleaning the concrete or you know, getting it clean to look new sidewalks, to going along the side of the house. We had a listing in St. Matthews. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was a very competitive price point. We had it on the higher side. It was getting some good looks. Um, and then we had a guy, one of our guys, a great guy, if you need a, a pressure washing guy, come out. Yeah. Um, and he did the sidewalks. They looked brand new in yeah. that neighborhood. Everyone else had to start doing it because they looked so darn good. Yeah, my, And we sold that. My wife's uh, parents, my in-laws, uh, had a house in Florida, and they did a pressure wash. The, we brought in the company. Gave it a whole brand new look, sold for full price, so in just a day. So two more quick things. We've got to consider a new paint job or at least painting in the house to touch up trim. And if you need a cruise, we've got some great crews that are very inexpensive. Just call me. And then the other thing is to swap out hardware. Sometimes these little things make a big difference. And I'm not just talking about hardware in a bathroom, but check your kitchen. Uh, you could start with also changing out if you've got really old hardware that looks rusty at the front door. 
because remember the front door is one of the first things that buyers are going to see when they approach your house. And if that thing has got crud on it or, you know, that's starting to decay or deteriorate, holy smokes, that's a bad impression right off the stop. So think about those things. It's nine quick fixes for a faster sale. We are already out of time. Oh. Ew, this goes fast. We want to thank Lee Harris Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. Uh, and they do a great job over there. And Lee is their counsel and does a great job as well for all of us as agents. 649-7964. Thank you, Lee. Thank Thanks you for, for having me. Here. We love her cookies, too. I was going to say, where are the cookies at? Yeah, cookies, yeah. Also, Randy's out today, but Brian Likens did a great job sitting in. You can reach Brian over there at Swan Financial. They do a great job. They get the loans closed when it comes to comparing them to other mortgage lenders, a lot of them in, the, in our area and around the country. You can reach Brian at 773-4834. My you, thanks to son, Greg. Hey. And you can reach me anytime on the cell phone, Bob Seculder, 376-5483. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.